0: Hey everyone, I'm gonna be talking about how if you actually have a few hours a week, you can actually buy an investment property in a month or two without needing to use a buyer's agent. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Oz Property Investment Mastery Podcast. My name's PK and I help busy people build passive income by buying top 5% growth and cash flow property and build a portfolio using data without wasting months doing research, spending weekends at inspection or catching flights, or dropping ten dollars to $20,000 on buyer's agents every single time. So if you're confused, lack confidence, and just overwhelmed with all the information and marketing misinformation available online and don't know where to start, then this show is for you. I'm shouting from the rooftops about this, guys, because no one else is, quite frankly. If you're brand new to property investing, I know what you're thinking. Okay, I know that you're thinking that, hey, I've been on YouTube, I've been on Facebook, I've been looking at books, I've been reading and hearing all the podcasts and what's happening is that there's so much information. There's an information overload and this person is saying this thing and then that person saying this thing and that person is saying a different angle one person is saying to buy new, one person is saying to buy old, one person is saying invest in Brisbane, another person is saying don't invest in Brisbane, one person is saying make instant equity out of this duplex, another person is saying you would never do that. It's hard, right? It's very confusing. And if, you, if you're new to property investing or if this is your first, second or third investment, so you're pretty new you know, chances are that you have very, very, very little confidence, right? I talk to so many of you every single day over the phone and you're telling me this, you're t- saying to me, I don't have much confidence. Um, I know something about real estate because I've been researching for months. But to be honest, the more I know, the more I figure out that I don't know anything at all. It's all confusing. It completely blows my mind. Because everyone is saying different things, it's just hard to know who's got an agenda, who hasn't got an agenda. And everyone is saying that I don't want to make a mistake. You know, like a hundred percent of people that I speak to, they all say that I don't want to make a mistake. We're not playing with a thousand dollars, we're not paying with playing with two thousand dollars, we're playing with five, sorry. Five hundred thousand dollars. We're playing with three hundred thousand dollars. We're playing with four hundred thousand dollars. This is big money. This is probably the most expensive thing that you'll buy in a long time. So naturally, when you consume all this content and all these property experts—there's twenty-five million of them in Australia—and I'm just one of them—all um, these property investment experts have an agenda, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to plant. Just enough information in your mind where you start thinking that they know what they're talking about and also that you will never know as much as them, okay? All of the sales and marketing, everything that you're hearing on YouTube, Facebook, and especially these podcasts, you know the ones that I'm talking about, Um, Smart Property Investment Show, Property Investment Story, um, Empower Wells Property Couch. Nothing wrong with these podcasts, but the sole intention of all the buyer's agents that they get on is to give you enough insights so that you think they know what they're talking about, but at the same time, not actually tell you anything. Like scan back the last hundred podcasts you've listened to. You could probably summarize real insights, real tangible stuff, in about 30 minutes right and the reason they do all this is it's sales and marketing 101 i'm guilty of it myself i'm not a I'm not an angel or anything either but what they're trying to confuse you with is a lot of information so they're saying hey you know what's your name john what's your name uh, rahul what's your name Darun? what's your name steve what's your name chan You know, there's so much to know about properties. There's so much to know about property investment. You'll never be able to figure it out. You need to know about immigration. You need to know about exchange rates. You need to know about commodity prices, red tape, government incentives, zoning changes, lifestyle changes, birth, migration trends, infrastructure projects, employment, land releases, development, finance, affordability, I'm reading here, credit policies, government policies, job security, property tax, building approvals, media influence, infrastructure trends, political stability, interest rates, the economy, blah, 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 blah. They're all trying to make it sound as if it's too hard. And you know what happens? You say, To your husband or you say to your wife honey this is just really hard you know i think the best decision for us is really just to stick to what we know and really outsource it to people who know better than us look they're the experts they do this full-time We're never going to become like them. We're never going to be as good as them. Let's just stick to our IT job. Let's just stick to what we do for a living and let the experts handle it. I know it's expensive. I know a buyer's agent will cost us $15,000. Your wife, your husband is probably going to push back at that. But then you try to convince them, actually, you know what? In the long term, it'll pay itself off. (sighs) I'm going to take a breath. This is what so many of you think. And then you hand over the keys to a buyer's agent, right? You just hand it over. You, you, Your mind tells you it's so hard. Let's just hand over the accountability. Let's hand over the responsibility for our financial future to someone who we barely even know. But we've built trust in because we've listened to a few d- decent things they said and it built some resonance with us. And then what happens is like the conversation I had today was with a, a potential client. And he was saying that he's now got three investment properties. The last one he bought in Narangba. Narangba. In, or just past North Lakes in, um, in, in Brisbane. And so I was saying, I genuinely asked him, I was like, why did you buy in Narangba? And he said, well, you know, there's this buyer's agent, um, they start with P, I'm not going to not gonna defame them, but they're all over smart property investment show, pay a lot of money, $30,000, $40,000 a month to, to be featured on there. And they bought in Narangba. And now he's thinking, and he actually told me this potential client, he said, oh, we made a trip up there and we realized that when we drove around, around that there's actually like thousands of houses being built there, there's acres of farmland. We realized in hindsight that even though we were happy to put our trust in this buyer's agent. In hindsight, we realized that actually it's not the right idea and that actually we kind of regret buying there because when we do our own due diligence, we figure out that that wasn't the best area to, in, to invest in because of the supply side. All right. And I asked him, well, then why don't you do that before? He said, Oh, look, it was too hard. We thought we'd just give it a punt, you know, and give it to this bloke who, you know, seemed seemed really knowledgeable on the podcast but now they regret it. What I'm trying to demonstrate for you today is that if you go with that approach, then you should also be prepared to live in regret. Buyer's agents aren't all they cut up to be. Now, I'm gonna reveal one shocking truth. I'm gonna reveal one, the biggest thing that you as a potential client of a buyer's agent don't realize, okay? the things that you don't realize about buyers agents is there are more property investors than there are people selling property investment services or property investment courses or properties okay so there's more demand than supply on an aggregate what that means is you think about a buyers agents business model okay so let's say they can take on a maximum of 10 Uh, 10 clients a month. Let's just go with that. Now, that means they're buying like more than two properties a week. Now I can tell you, and you can do this research yourself, there are not two decent properties to buy a week in a decent suburb. Now, that's just with one buyer's agent. Now, expand that by about 1,500 buyer's agents that exist in Australia right now. There are not enough good properties worthwhile investing in for the demand that there is out there. But also, there are not enough good suburbs um, for this kind of deal flow that buyer's agents need to satisfy 10 properties a month, 20 properties a month. For them to be able to fulfill their customers needs like they're simply they simply cannot satisfy 10 or 20 clients a month with elite property investments so what do they do they sacrifice the suburb so instead of picking a suburb like i'll just give one away here like arana hills in brisbane you know five to six six fifty thousand dollars they will say guys you know there's actually a really good suburb in Narangba or in North Lakes or in Mango Hill that, you know, this is a great suburb, growth story, population growth, blah blah, IKEA, Bunnings, all that kind of jazz that they talk about. And the only reason that they've suggested that suburb is because there is a lot of stock on market. There is so much stock on market that they can satisfy their deal flow. They can satisfy all the clients, potential clients, ringing them up, signing up with them in Narangba, whereas they could never have done that in Arana Hills. Because in Arana Hills, there's probably one or two investment properties worth buying every two weeks or every three weeks, right? Um, Right now in Australia, there are record low listings. That means in the last 25 years, there hasn't been this little supply on market. Now, little supply on market, little listings or a low quantum of sales is a great thing for property prices because supply demand, if demand's up here, supply's down here, then property prices go up. But what it means for the buyer's agent business model is that they really struggle to fulfill all their clients' requirements, their needs, and the number of clients they have in good suburbs. Therefore, they venture out into Geelong where it's already grown by 30 40%. They venture out into Ipswich where there's hundreds of properties for sale and millions of acres They venture out into Brown's Plains, Shaler Park, Marsden Park. I'm talking Queensland here, the Marsden Park in Sydney is actually pretty good. Um, They they look into, you know, Logan, they look into Coomera, they look into Pimpama, they look into, um, you know, all these areas with vast land with so much supply because they can satisfy their clients. So the guys, if I rewind back to where I started this conversation, you're struggling to figure out the right property investment strategy. You're struggling to figure out where you should buy, what you should buy. It's taking up too much time. You're scrolling through realestate.com every night. It's becoming painful. And then you, you know, throw off your cap or throw off your hat and you say, guys or husband, wife, honey, let's just outsource it to a buyer's agent because they know what they're doing. When in reality, you haven't understood their business model, right? And I'm not saying all buyer's agents are like this. In fact, the ones that are most guilty are the ones that you probably know about because they're the ones doing the most sales and marketing, podcasts, YouTube, blah, blah, blah. They're the ones getting the most clients, therefore they're the ones having to sacrifice their asset selection, sacrifice their location selection in order to just make money, in order to churn through clients, right? This is a fact. Guys, you know that this is what's happening, right? You know this yourself. It might not be you if you're a niche buyer's agent, but you know what I'm talking about right now. So guys, if you're a brand new property investor, I just want to, like, I have a massive self-interest because I'm not a buyer's agent, like hugely biased in this video, but I just want you to know what you're getting yourself into. The second reason um, on why you shouldn't use a buyer's agent, if you have a few hours spare a week, the second reason you shouldn't use one is because in these areas like Narangba, where this buyer's agent, who by the way, is a huge buyer's agent, like, you know, them, you'll know them. Um, the second reason why you shouldn't use them is that they don't do a great job of negotiating. Now I know they tell you that they do a great job of negotiating. They will say, we have great relationships with the real estate agents. We've worked up those relationships for so many years. They're going to get you a property. They're going to get you a property. They're going to send us a property that will never be sent to anyone else. Right. They're going to say all this stuff. And by and large, this is true for the commercial market. This is not true for the residential market. Right. So commercial residential is different. So if you're listening in podcasts of how this is true for commercial, actually it is thumbs up and residential not true. What's happening is that these real estate agents and buyers agents need to be in cahoots. Right. And what happens is a buyer's agent will never negotiate as down as possible because they need to keep that selling agent as a friend because they need to get more hundreds of clients through that same suburb or pocket of suburbs you know, getting the same properties off the same selling agent. So naturally, they're not going to make a frenemy by really pushing the the price down. That's not going to happen, right? And you can validate this for yourself. If you have gone through a buyer's agent or you are planning on going through a buyer's agent, good luck, first of all. Secondly, never take their negotiated price for what it's worth. Do your own comparable market analysis. It's as, as simple as going on real estate or domain and figuring out what similar properties have sold for. It's not hard, guys. Don't put it in the too hard basket and outsource it. It Takes 10 minutes. Go through the sold section of real estate just see what similar properties went for and see where your sort of fits in are oh, this one that was sold for 500 is a little bit better than mine that the buyer's agent is proposing this one that was sold for 470 is a little bit worse therefore mine's between 470 and 500 now if the buyer's agent is saying gary this one i can get you for 525 or 530 it's a cracker deal and you do that and you find that it's worth between 470 and 500 that is proving my point. Now, this happens probably five times out of 10. Five times out of 10, buyers agents send you deals. This is the, the case. So never outsource the accountability. Even if you tell me, PK, look, you're going on and on and on and on with your self-interested bias. Yes, I do. Um, but I simply don't, you're telling me I don't have three or four hours a week. Then I'll tell you, well, you do need to go to a buyers agent, but do your due diligence. Do your due diligence, don't go with the famous ones, find a niche buyer's agent, and also never take their word for the suburb, never take their word for the property, never take their word for the purchase price, because they will never negotiate as well as you could yourself. And I know a lot of you are thinking, PK, like I just don't know how to negotiate, like I'm super shy, I I I wouldn't know how to do it. Guys, this is not difficult, you don't even need to do it over the phone, everything can be done by email everything can be done written. So you know how you have those keyboard warriors on Facebook who troll people and, you know, they're actually very shy, but on Facebook they're they're very insulting and things like that. I'm not saying that's what you need to be, but your confidence is higher when you don't need to speak with that agent face-to-face or over the phone. You can do it by email. Be polite, but you can negotiate. It's so easy, right? So look, I'm not here to spook my course. All I'm here to say is that If you have three hours a week, if you're genuinely interested in property investing, there is not a single reason why you should go for a buyer's agent. You can do the negotiation better yourself. You will do the suburb selection better by yourself. And by the way, all the metrics that I mentioned earlier, it's not too hard, right? It's not like we need to be statisticians and and work the pavements in the street or in the suburb every day to really understand what's going on. Guys, I can tell you right now, it takes under five hours in front of your laptop to select your best suburb from all 15,000 suburbs in Australia. Don't believe me? Go on my Facebook group, figure that out for yourself. Alright guys, um, hopefully that was useful. Catch you later. See you later, bye.